That's right, people. We are coming at you with two different vibes. The hardness of Billy Butcher and the other side of you. <laughs> That's right. We're here back this week talking about the boys on the Nerdtomic Flick Show. It's your boy, D.P. Brown. Here with me, I got the infamous, the Flash, our, our um, ad man. He's a madman. He's an <laughs> ad man. Bill City hit you in the Izzy, Look at it. There Hello. you go. And our our friendly neighborhood original gangster down there, you know, with the pirate's hat on. You know, he just came to join us. The Michael Ducey. What's going Happy on? Happy O'Neill Cruise Day. Yeah, happy O'Neill Cruise. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's going on, you know. Oh, ha- happy Juneteenth, you know, out there, you know. So uh, make sure that you guys, you know, we're belated and everything. I know it's June 20th, but some of you guys actually got the day off and everything. So how about that? <laughs> about that you know? All right. So we are here this week to talk about the boys. So let's get a little bit of house cleaning out today. Um, make sure that you guys are going to nursecyclopedia.com, hitting all our plat- your favorite platforms on social media. Um, at Nursecyclopedia, we are on YouTube, Facebook, um, Twitter, um, anywhere that you, 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 you're on a social media plat- platform, we are at Nursecyclopedia. Make sure that um, when you are on Facebook and also on YouTube, you're hitting that subscribe button, hitting that follow button, and also hitting that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. Um, listen to our podcast right on your phone, right on your radios, you know, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We are on Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, um, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. And most of all, leave us some feedback. Nerds at Nerdcyclopedia. Um, and, and, and before my, my co-host, um, you know, gets on me here, we got another show, the um, Carbonite Bounty BS, CBBS. We are on there every Wednesday talking about your favorite Star Wars content. This week will be the season finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know you guys are hyped about that. If, you know, if you're if you a nerd, I know that you definitely are. So make sure that you're catching us Wednesday nights, 10 o'clock. You know, we're talking about, you know, all your favorite Star Wars content. Like I said, we're talking about um, Obi-Wan Kenobi later this week. So um, today we are going to talk about episode five of The Boy. All right. So, um, so what are we thinking about, you know, this, this particular episode here? I thought it was pretty, um, pretty, I mean, anything that you get with the boys, it's just like, you know, just some good stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. um, with all the content that, you know, superhero content that we have that's like regular, you know, pretty much plays it safe and everything. When the boy stuff comes out, you know, you're going to get some good adult stuff. You know, you're going to get some good Homelander content. You're going to get the deep, you know, firing everybody, you know. Um, <laughs> once he's made a boss, he fires everybody just for talking about Homelander and stuff. So, um, Deducci, what are you thinking about? Um, what do you think about the boys this week? Well, okay, so the only thing that I have ever just going to say negative about this show is my favorite character finally made an appearance this episode, Black Noir. I mean, uh, I love him. And so, I mean, he made his quick two-second appearance, but <laughs> it was well worth it, finally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I guess a lot of um, a lot of tension broken up between some characters and, you know, a lot of uh, when is it going to happen type of moments. And, you know, I mean, it was uh, just just as every episode goes. I mean, it's, it's 
it keeps me entertained, keeps me going. And I told uh, Hitch right before we started, I wish they had a 52 episode season <laughs> so I could have every week have an episode where yeah. like we just looked it up. There's only eight episodes. I mean, we're yeah. more than halfway through mm. this season. And it's just like I want more already. So it's like, yeah. again, you watch it. We watch it over the weekend and I already am waiting for Friday's episode, you know, and I, I just can't wait. And so, I mean, it's just it's just more progressing to the story, you know, of uh, basically what's going to happen. Now, you can also start to see, you know, Soldier Boy and his true powers and, you know, how strong he really is and why they really need him to destroy Homelander. So and it, so it's characters going in different directions and, you know, not acting as as, as they should, you know, you have Huey. Trying to be the hero and naked and <laughs> and butcher doing whatever it takes, right? You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know sometimes he has to go that extra mile with the, you he, know. He has to go sometimes. Friends, he has know? to go that extra mile, all right? You know. Mm-hmm. So oh, I mean, it's you know, I mean, you you feel bad for some of these characters like Maeve, you know. I mean, just the, the darkness that they have inside, and you know, and then just like. And then you just see Soldier Boy, and he's and you finally get to see how strong and fearful he really is. So yeah. it's good, and you know you get to, and every time you get a you know a cameo by Seth Rogen, you know that's always fun oh, too. Man. Oh <laughs> man, the good, the good Seth Rogen cameo. I mean, that's that's always a a, a, a fight to see and everything. Oh, absolutely. What are we thinking about here? Still, City. You know, I <clears throat> this is an episode of breakups. Everybody's breaking up, and and. and we see a lot of good reasons why people would break up. You know, MM and, and Butcher are going to break up because uh, Butcher broke the rules. We find Soldier Boy and Crimson Countess. That's that's a one-way ticket. There, that relationship is over uh, for sure. <laughs> that that right? one's not getting them? fixed. <laughs> no, no, that's an unfixable. You know, you can't take back some things you do and say. It's just one of those things. Uh, so we, we see that. He means, he means Starlight are, are breaking up. Um, you know, everybody's, everybody's fracturing the whole, the whole like reality is fracturing around these guys. Homelander's facade is fractured. He he has this emasculated moment where he doesn't know the answer to his question. And it's just, it's just so bizarre to see him this out of his element, you know? Uh, you know, we've talked before. I have talked before me. I've talked about this. This reminds me of a political allegory and Homelander here is acting like a certain, uh, Russian dictator from the uh, early 20th century named Joseph Stalin, who <laughs> would install uh, Joseph Stalin's thing was he controlled who got what jobs. That's how he got got loyalty. And he would just put the loyal, the loyal people in the powerful jobs that would do whatever he said. So the more you would do whatever he said, the more power you would get. So guess guess what system that's selected for. Uh, that's what Homelander is getting. And as we've also talked about, we talked about the example of the German army in World War II versus World War One. When you select for loyalty, you don't select for good at this job in this. You know, it's not that gets deselected. Yeah. So Homelander's cruising for a bruising, and and it seems to me Soldier Boy is sort of like the answer to what to do with soups. Because I mean, you know, we have we have somebody losing their powers, we have somebody, you know, dead. So Soldier Boy seems to be some sort of specific anti-soup. Weapon. It, it's it's gun. Yeah, it's crazy. So I'm really excited to see where all these storylines go. And that doesn't even hit on what I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the, the other thing that, that happened this episode for 
uh, for DP here. But uh, I, I really thought this episode progressed the story between the characters a lot. All the relationships move forward a lot. And sometimes after an episode with a lot of uh, action, which is something we talked about on our, our Star Wars show last week, there was a, a kind of a letdown episode. Mm-hmm. But all the character all the character development took place here. So there's just a lot of meat to this, even though, you know, uh, there's not anything as graphic as a, you know, uh, the dildo, a fight. dildo getting, <laughs> not, 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 a graphic <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing like that's <laughs> happening, you know, not, no, I mean, there's a, there's an immolation, but there's not anything crazy. Like nobody gets, uh, yeah. you know, just exploded no. into a bunch of meat. Right, so, let's let's push the limit death type of thing. Like, right, right, right. The stuff can we get there, away there with has this more depth, more depth to this episode, you know, because they're because they're building. They have to build it because the last three episodes are going to come at you so fast. Yeah, I, I told I totally agree with that. I mean, you you had like the top heavy stuff come from like you know the first three you know first three episodes, and then you get the fourth with the crazy stuff. Um, this is sort of slowing things down. You know, we we're getting the characters coming at their midway point because we are. Like, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, the Ducci said, we're in the middle of the season. So we're slowing down a little bit, but we're getting a lot of good character development, like a lot of breakups, like, you know, Hitch was saying. We even get, like, you know, um, the breaking up of Frenchie getting kidnapped at the end, you know, from taking away from Kamiko. You know, we got, like, a really good element with them two, you know, from this show and everything. We see, we hear Kamiko speak. You know, she 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 she's on the opposite end of, you know, the soups having powers and stuff. You know, Wallace, uh, um, while Frenchie was thinking, OK, this is a disappointment. You don't have your powers and stuff. You know, Kamiko's like, I'm feeling like a real life human being now. You know, I'm happy, you know. And then we break into like one of the one of the better parts of the show. We get a good, solid dance routine. I'm always a sucker for a <laughs> yeah. good dance routine in the middle of a show that you don't even expect it, you know. Hey, that, that was one of the, the shows that I loved. Uh, what the 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 um the, the shows on FX? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Charles X's son, Legion, yeah. wasn't it called? Oh yeah, the Legion. Yeah, yeah. When they I always loved what they used to craziness. do. Dance. I mean that that show just did some. So if if they came out with stuff like that on that show, it was just like okay, this is unexpected but expected for that type of show. I don't know if you guys ever seen um you ever watched the cartoon um the Batman Brave and the Bold? Oh yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> Spider Man. Oh man. Okay. We don't need to see Toby McGuire. You know, not that type of dancing. No, 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 no. We don't need any of that. But um, but the Brave and the Bold, the Batman Brave and the Bold, had a couple really good um musical episodes. One of the better ones was an all musical, which I did not expect. It came from out of nowhere. The whole show was like a musical and everything. Um, from from um um, I forgot what the episode was called, but the whole thing was done in like you know just a musical tone, and you gotta look really love it when the show hits its mark when it really wants to go that route, and you don't really expect it, but they actually um um you know did the musical notes you know to the point where they it was actually believable in the context of the show. Kamiko's having like you know these this 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 fantasy and everything and everybody breaks out in the song and dance and stuff and they you know they go into their different moves and everything and we see frenchy dancing and stuff but we get to really see kamiko just be out of her element you know just be somebody different than what we've been seeing for like you know these past few um seasons and stuff that was a super thing to see um butcher and Maeve. yeah that was, that was pete that was you know 
people just making bad decisions on this show is just a prerequisite. I mean, that's just a that's just a thing, you know. So those two, you know, you didn't expect it, but you know it was actually just coming and everything. So Butcher, you know, he 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 wants all suits done and saying that, you know, every every suit, you know, it doesn't matter who or what, right in May's face. You guys need to be gone. You not you, you know, and and Maeve, on the other hand, she's feeling some type of way about herself. So of course she's feeling this emotional, you know, emotion like you know she doesn't want she wants Homelander gone, but she's feeling bad about herself. So of course she's taking this from Butcher, you know, and you you would think, okay, well he's talking about me, you know, I'm the suit and everything, so you know he's talking about me. I should feel some type of way, but no, she turns the table, um, and, and here these two start going at it, you know. So we mm-hmm. we just get that dynamic. So that was that was like you know amusing to see with them too, um. Soldier Boy, <laughs> we're trying to find out which way he falls on the spectrum of where this gun that he is is going to be pointed to. It's going to be pointed to the you know direction of the boys. Going to be pointed to the direction of Homelander. We don't know yet. You know he's he's right. It's such a wild like, card. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, no, where is he going to go? Where 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 is he going to go? Um, MM. You know he has like you know his 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 elements of trying to figure out. Okay, well. Butcher, you're going against everything that we stand for and everything. But he find, he comes back around when he finds out, okay, I, I can't do this without my boys, you know. Even though y'all have these superpowers and stuff, which I'm totally against, we still need to find um, – uh, we still need to do this thing in order to, to get the things that we need to get accomplished. Um, we get a great A-train scene, you know, in, in oh like the, the, the whole community <laughs> Oh, boy. That just had me just like dying and everything. Soup lives matter. Soup lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, huh. it, only a show like the boys could do something like this. It was just super. It was cringeworthy and crazy and funny at the same time. So uh-huh. I was I was really, you know, if already presenting like a redemption arc for A-train, it's like kind of like, OK, you know, this is like a, 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 a sellout in a type of way, you know, because, of, you know, how how much of, you know, knob um, sucking he does to Homelander and everything. But now we're 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 seeing, OK, um, a train is on a, like a, um, a thing where he's trying to find himself, you know, within, you know, the element of um, um, of the community and everything. You know, mm-hmm. he wants to, you know, get the Blue Hawk down and. I mean, it's 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 a lot of really good. It, this was a really solid episode for what it was. And I can't really wait to see, you know, how um everything is turning out, you know, mid season point, you know, um, what do yeah, we because yeah, go ahead. yeah, because I was gonna say because like in the mid season, like during you know episodes like four, five, six, you know, it's it, they usually start to drag down a little bit because it's just mostly just filler episodes at that point in time. At least that's where you know most most seasons, most things go with. Um, you know, those mid season. So, so it's good to have a show that can still draw you in and not like make you go, okay, if I miss this episode, I I don't miss anything, but you know, so it it keeps you drawn in. So episode five, you know, now we're all hyped for episode six. I mean, it's just how they continue to do this. And it's not just like, okay, well that was just an hour waste of time, an hour filler, you know, just blah, blah, blah. You know, no, it's, it's progressing the story. And, you know, you need to see this episode to see certain things. You know, you need to see Soldier Boy. You know, you need to see, you know, Huey and Starlight, you know, their dynamic. You know, so it's just like certain things you can't miss. And it's just so great right. that they keep you 
entertained yeah. and sucked in and so in, 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 you know engaged. valued of this show yes engaged yeah. of this show yes yeah definitely we we've been you know we've been talking about this show for a while and we've been watching it for a long long time it's been part of like the milieu for so long that the idea that just the idea that these guys would kidnap and hold you know this superhero for the purposes of to kill her to use her as bait to die so that they could seduce Soldier Boy into joining their cause is is out of this world bananas that it's on TV. It's incredible that just that's on TV. Right. You know, uh, in my opinion, what we're getting here is something that isn't possible. You know, maybe in the in the era of broadcast anything, it's not possible. Uh, feedback can't be thing. You know, it just has to be a piece that's going to be made for what it is, and. Man, even this episode had a bunch of crazy stuff. Like we we're saying, it had it had a full-on super-powered sex scene, <laughs> you know. And and they're doing they are doing the great lean into the drugs thing, right? I think they're yeah. doing a really great job yeah. of of portraying right. how drugs tear friends apart in the real world. I love it. I want to do it again. You know, oh, how how could you? It's gross. No, no, no. It's not gross. It's a, you know, it it really it really you know hits close to home in a lot of ways. Um, how are we feeling about um, um, Soldier Boy, um, integration into the present here? You know, it's he's having a, uh, you know you haven't really seen it. It's not like his Captain America moment, you know, where he jumps on a heli helicopter, you know, or a heliporter, <laughs> and floats away. Right. So you know, he hasn't really uh, uh, like seen, I guess, everything. So we're, I guess we're not going to see all that his adaptation into the real world type of thing. Well, we no. get a few we get a few glimpses and everything or you know when he starts walking down the street you know New York and you know just seeing like changes from from when he last um I guess was you know in in the world um you know him seeing like you know gay couples and everything you know on the street and just seeing like you know just just some different stuff that you wouldn't that okay we 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 know Captain America's history and how he was back in World War II, you know, was in suspended animation in the, in, the, in the present. And we really didn't take in consideration of how could this actually be, you know, how would he reactually, how would he actually really react to like, you know, um, um, real life changes and everything. Good thing for us in like the MCU, Captain America wasn't an asshole. <laughs> you know, he wasn't like a, you know, a born dick, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but here we see the other side of that with Soldier Boy, you know. Yeah. He was already an asshole. <laughs> right. <laughs> they say that the serum amplifies whatever it is about you. <laughs> so if you're just like, you know, if you just are attention, attention whore, and you know, you just want people to, you do stuff because you want people to clap. That's what it'll end up doing to you. I mean, obviously this is a different universe, but you can, you can see the parallels to how like soldier boy was, you know, muscular American imperialism in sort of the post-World War II era. And and they they set that down in the eighties, and we said, ah, oh, we're not going to do that anymore. And then instead of revamping that because you know it, it's uh, unseemly, we did a whole new thing. And so now we have Homelander, and Homelander is very much like Soldier Boy, except instead of being themed on you know beating punching Nazis in the face, he's he's designed to you know convince people to give away their civil liberties in exchange for safety. Right, to give away their freedom in exchange for these the uh, this the promise, however shoddy, that you will be saved by Homelander himself. 
So, you know, I, I think that the parallels are really, are really excellent. And, and the fact that they're, I think they're pretty evident, you know what I mean? They're there to see, we lost, we lost our will to expand in South America. You know, the, the Russians put it on ice. But they can only absorb it. They couldn't take, put it away forever. And now it's infected Russia. The America, the, the expansionist imperialist, you know, manifest destinies infected Russia, just like we're seeing in the news. And, and Seth Rogen had a had a, a, a jerk off cameo in this. <laughs> I mean, how 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 great is that? You know, I mean, it's like, hey, how can I get more? How great this is it to see Seth Rogen joke or jerk off? So funny. <laughs> I mean, this was this was really that that was really a great a great a great scene. And, you know, he he really you know he's an executive producer on this, and he loves the source material, and he's really been great to comics. And uh, he's known as he's known as, as someone that you know this is obviously something he loves, right? It's one of his love projects, mm -hmm. so great to see, great to see Seth in there. Right, you know, yeah. just throw him in for a cameo appearance, and you know, <laughs> hey, it's great. You know, just yeah, have him yeah, jacking yeah. off. You know, and, and, uh, and I well, look, you, you got to look like the writers' room on how they come up with these scenes and everything. And you know, Seth just comes in and's like, you know, what if I just jerk off, you know, in front of, you know, on a on a camera, <laughs> and you just guys just have me, you know, right in front of. And I mean, come on now, I mean. Seth Rogen, I mean, you you, you got to give it to him. I mean, he 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 turns he when he comes on screen, he turns it up a notch and stuff. I was watching um um what did I watch this weekend? I was at camp with my kids watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers, <laughs> 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 and he made an appearance on that on that movie. You know, as some like you know Viking type of thing with like you know he was like a um. You it's know, like the old school animation that wasn't right. It like was 15, it like was the weird, uncanny man. valley stuff from 20 years ago. It was weird. It was it, it was it, it turned out to be an okay movie, you know, for a kids movie. But I was like, wow, Seth Rogen is just he's just nuts, man. <laughs> this guy is crazy, you know. Yeah, you know, whatever you get to appear in, you know, and just like just act himself and clown, you know. Hey, he's you know he's not afraid to push the buttons and go the limits, you know, for what he does. You know, he he's not ashamed to. Go out there naked and jack off in front of everybody, you know? <laughs> Whatever it takes, right? <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. If you guys really if you really need me to. Like, that's like his whole and, and, and the thing is, like, it's not out of place. It, like, fits. You know, it goes right into the story, you know? I mean, and if, and if, that, if uh, you told me. Of course, going to have an OnlyFans page, you know? Why not? <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I mean, and if you were trying to make money for your chimp reserve, you know, you would definitely be putting out an OnlyFans. And she seems to be into some sort of, you know, dominatrix style. You know, instructed right. anal you know, beans, you know, whatever it takes. Who knows what's going to happen there? I'm not trying to listen. We don't want to <laughs> judge against any adults. But if you told me that in universe that was the real Seth Rogen, like that was not supposed to be Seth Rogen playing some character, it was Seth right. Rogen doing because, because they didn't say they didn't say a character's name. They just said the kid's yeah, <laughs> title on the bottom. But <laughs> really, yeah, right. I would believe that, and I think that was funny too. <laughs> so but I believe I, that was Seth Rogen. <laughs> what a weird, and I like how they're. You know they've they've done this a couple of times where they sort of leaned into the sex like what it would it be like to you know bang a soup or why would you want to or whatever in a way that that reminds me a little bit of uh you know HBO's True Blood uh from the last decade how they kind of leaned into that with the vampires uh and, and you know this is again this this mixture of of you know low and highbrow in one place that the boys pulls off is really awesome and I I like it. Yeah, yeah, you you got like um so like like I said we we come from like um what's been dominating you know pop culture with the MCU stuff and we're liking you know like a lot of stuff that we see and we see our superheroes more or less acting like you know safe Disney type of territory you know where we're getting like you know a lot of tame you know um product and stuff but when we come to the boys you know we're watching as adults 
and we're seeing, okay, this is really what they would do behind closed doors, you know, or if superheroes making bad decisions, Soup's making mm-hmm. that bad decision. And I think that was a really good thing for like, you know, this episode, you know, characters just making bad decisions, like, you know, left and right and everything, you know, uh, with like, you know, Maeve and, you know, um, Butcher, you know, um, just coming to a point where, you know, they, 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 they're they're in a compromise point you know and they're getting drunk with each other and maybe it's just you know feeling this type of way and then you know she makes a bad decision you know sleeping with um butcher you know and butcher makes his you know bad decision sleeping with a soup you know he's not really too different from homelander anyway right you know <laughs> you know he's um you know he uh he, he has his ego he has his sense of you know um you know, wanting to be, you know, this, you know, in a, in a certain type of way, but he's just a flip side of what the flip side of that coin that this, of the same coin that Homelander is on. Except he's one of our protagonist good guys, you know, if you want to call it quote unquote that. But um, and yeah. I thought, and I again like that it's analogous and it makes sense again how they're arguing from the politics of Homelander represents, you know, the perfect right wing, you know, give everything to the emperor, right? Like how the Roman Empire was, ideology. And Butcher represents the the left, you know, Marxist. Nobody should have anything more than anybody else. Ideology, you know, and, and you say that the power here is is money. You know what I mean? You, you can you can see how everything kind of kind of fits together. And they say there's there's a theory called horseshoe theory, which is if you go to either extreme left and right, that eventually they start being very similar. In which you're just suddenly very paranoid and you're, you know, putting your friends in positions of power because they're loyal to you and for no other reason. And the quality of the government starts degrading. And yeah, yeah that's exactly I mean, what I was going to say. It's just like you got the two extremes on one side, you know, and, and at one point in time, as we've seen in like the earlier episodes, when Homelander came to Butcher, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the, 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 the two sides are meeting in the middle. You know, it's, it's just like, OK, you know, it's, it's like I had to find appreciation for you because you're like me. It's like you're so uh, so esteem on your values that you know you're the exact opposite of me you know as above is below you know type of thing it's the it's the exact the exact the exact way to go and eventually you know they have to meet in the middle it's like those that those classic joker and batman you know storylines where joker you know they 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 end up having like a conversation where you're you're just like me you know you're just mm-hmm. you know you you dress in this costume you know dress as a bat you're just as crazy as me you know i, I dress in a clown I, you know i have this well he doesn't really say he's a clown you know sue because joker and my, to my knowledge has never really explicitly say that he's a clown but you know he acts just as crazy you're just as crazy as me you know you go off the walls and saying you know trying to save this city for what by yourself you know, um, everything just keeps on happening over and over again. All these villains didn't pop up until you came along, you know. So so you're 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 just as like, you know, insane as me. So you got two sides of the same coin um, meeting like we like, you know, Ducci was saying like a few episodes back. I think the very first episode where they understand each other, but they know they have to be enemies. You know, they know they are going to eventually, you know, um, come to come to that point. And I think what, what is, is that like Chekhov's. Um, Chekhov's um <laughs> Chekhov's uh, meeting meeting of the yeah. minds in the beginning. So we're gonna they can't sort of... <laughs> they can't both exist. It's like you know, yeah. there can't be there can't be a yeah. communist party and a Nazi party both in control. It's, it's, it's just not you know those guys don't get along. It's just not gonna uh, not gonna happen. Not but happening. but I but there is an interesting posit here, which is you know uh, this this 
with Homelander and and Butcher and Soldier Boy all, all coming into conflict, there's an there's an age old question that I, that you know illustrates horseshoe theory that I always like to ask is, would you rather get strung up in the middle of a Marxist revolution, or or strung up in the middle of a you know uh, an anti communist reaction? The answer is it doesn't really matter because you got strung up either way. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, at a certain point, there's there's an interesting quandary here where, you know, Homelander is, for all intents and purposes, the devil we know. We know, you know, what he's looking for, which is money, power, and aggrandizement with, that's it, self-aggrandizement. Uh, you know, self-aggrandizement is not a hard thing to give people. It's easy to do. You know, Mount Rushmore exists. So, you know, there's, there's crazy stuff that's possible. But we don't really know. We don't know what, what Soldier Boy wants. And and yeah. we know Soldier Boy used to be satisfied with the adoration of the people. Mm -hmm. He used to go on Soul Train or whatever, you know, <laughs> whatever that is. Solid, solid gold. gold. Solid, solid gold. gold. <laughs> solid gold. Uh, so, you know, obviously there's some sort of celebrity worship that, that, that he's into. But what has happened to him over the time in Russia? You know, is he winter soldierized? Is that yeah. what that whole thing was yeah. was all yeah. about? Uh, right. You know, there's more depth to that because obviously it wouldn't be it's not going to be that simple. Um, yeah, so not at all. More you, to, you, more you right. So what are these heads are going to meet? Like what is going to happen? And like and that's what it's, it's building up to this, you know, climax of what what is how's Homelander's reaction going to be? How's Soldier mm -hmm. Boy's reaction is going to be to air all this? You know, I mean, are they going to end up teaming up? Are they going to end up fighting? Like what? What side does Soldier Boy end up going towards at the end of all this? Yeah, I guess which gun is the um the the side of the who's going to possess the, the 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 gun there? You know who's going to be in hold of that you know particular power? Um, and I don't think Soldier Boy is in like you know in total control. You know when he um you know blows up that like that building, so he's still trying to understand where he's at, what he's about. So like. We really don't understand a lot of, you know, we get a lot of Soldier Boy in this episode, but we don't get a lot of insight into his character and where he's at. Just just for the little stuff that he did on, like, you know, the sidewalk and everything, we see how he's reacting. But we're not getting any type of, OK, this is where I am now. This is how I'm going to go about things. You know, we see at the end of the episode there that, you know, he's going off in the woods with like, you know, butcher and stuff. And they made some sort of type of deal. But who knows how that's going to, you know, just, you know, work out with like Soldier Boy. His first and foremost thing was to take out, um you know, his old flame, <laughs> which, he, which he put up in flames, you know. <laughs> so that was like, you know, pretty crazy. And what about, um you know, Huey and Starlight there? You know, he's mm. feeling like super emasculated, you know. Um, pretty much he's doing like a lot of stuff for himself. You know, he, he keeps trying to say that, you know, I'm trying to do it all for you, Starlight. You know, I want to be the one to save you. I want to be the one to save you. I want to, you know, she's like, I don't need you to do that. I just want you to be you. I mean, every nerd likes to, to hear that. I just want you to be you. Every <laughs> right. nerd in their mind is like, I want to be the savior and everything. So Huey represents us so well. <laughs> right. But you being know, me now, so now easy. I don't have to do anything. All this power. Now, now, yeah, now he has all this power and he's high on his drug. You know, oh, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, I can finally open the pickle jar. You know, <laughs> I don't need you on this drug. You being on this drug will in no way bring us together because I do not care about what it does for you. It offers me no benefits whatsoever. I do not want that. And he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot up. 
Like, you know what I mean? like that, that's that's going to cause him to come to a crisis point. Again, we're we're at this point where the collisions are, are on on tap. Like there's nothing more that can prevent it. You know, they're not hiding it. And when I say I say sometimes that the clip at which a show moves through material is one of the ways in which I measure the quality of the writing. And what I mean is to reference, for instance, not to pick on anybody, True Blood from HBO. <laughs> Second mention. <laughs> they just stretched that crap out for like three or four episodes and then revealed it and then revealed something you already knew at the end of the episode. And then yeah. there would have been a, a scream sound effect. It would have gone black and then they would have played some some real deep bam 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 bam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can already hear the I can see the episode start to with, with with the boys here they're getting right to the point. I mean it's you know the the, the site is a good writing when you can um cite every character's motivations you know to a degree mm-hmm. and like you know their characters and you can like every character that's on there you can say okay I like what they're doing here I like what they're doing there not just one or two instances or maybe even one to some of these shows where um, you're only following that one and you're struggling to follow like, you know, the other characters. Um, you sort of like wonder why more writing isn't done better on other shows, but I guess that's just a talent of, you know, the people that produce, you know, the shows. You know, Eric Kripke, he's doing like um, a masterful job navigating, you know, the writers in that room, you know, for 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 this material. And props to Garth Ennis for coming up with this, this whole world for them to play in and everything, because clearly the writers love playing in the world. Um, I think Blue Hawk is a new character that wasn't in the books that I, I was reading. He wasn't in the books, so he's new to the um, to the universe. But hey, <laughs> he was he's hilarious, man. You mean well, you so? Know, wait a, a minute. So you're nice. saying that Blue Hawk is an addition made to this in the years since, say, 2013, which is right. when I would guess those the comic books were published. Is that they fair? They, they were published back in 2004. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, wow. I don't think yeah, this is, we're, we're dealing with dated material here in the early yeah. aughts, man. Not even Hurricane Katrina's in there. Nope. Nothing, nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, is, this is this is post 9-11 stuff right here, man. <laughs> we've talked about that era being formative for, for, for us a lot. And we've talked about other media. And then we talked about how there is some sort of pervasive paranoia that was hard it's hard to explain in retrospect but it's important to understand because it's prevalent in all the art that was generated at that time and so homelander being this fever dream of what would happen to the american security state apparatus if it became you know if it began to exist for its own self-gratification and for no other reason right this interesting meditation it's it makes sense given what was going on in 2004 which for for my uh younger listeners uh, was uh, the year of among other things, the invasion of Iraq uh, by the United States. So, um, you know, definitely a piece of its time for sure. Right. So, yeah, I get, we would want to update it with, you know, uh, this is this fight between a community that's being policed and the person policing it and it being coached in the terms of, you know, black lives matter versus soup lives matter. (laughs) In you know, in in an allegorical sense, that's the you know, science fiction and fan. They, they just do. It's just part of one of the reasons that you would write yeah. in science fiction is to. Yeah, do this. I mean, it, and we talk about this on like you know CBBS and everything with mm. uh, like the Star Wars prequels and stuff. How 
they maybe were ahead of their times with the political references and like the the, the stuff you know when we were watching it back in the early aughts and stuff i mean it's like hey, you know why are you talking about all this politics and you know, yeah, yeah but now this seems more prescient than anything you know it's like oh man you know george lucas you were ahead of your time as far as that um uh, with this what we're seeing here um is maybe you know a lot of reaction to those periods so I, yeah Titch, i i definitely see a lot of the parallels and a lot of the 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 the, com the comments from the material written back then that's still being you know relevant and prevalent right now and everything so that's a good you know good pickup right there well you know history always repeats itself so i mean it's just we're just one big <laughs> loop does, of, of everything going through i mean yeah. so so what could be relevant then is still relevant now i mean it's just still just you know the extremists of two sides that's you know? a very so, good point and and one thing here's an interesting point. Uh, why why wouldn't why wouldn't Soldier Boy agree with Homelander? Right. So so it's but but it's because I mean what side again is he on? Is he on the full side of you know, like maybe I need to take this person out so I can be the only one? You know, at a point of time, like you said, there can only be one Stalin. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> So he so he has to take him yeah. out. So he was quite he clear. He was quite clear about that. That was a, if there was right. any like if like I said, he got his job, you know, he got his power from controlling the org chart. There was only one seat at the top. And he was always very clear about whose name was penciled in all the way up at the there top. Was right? Never a question. There was S never a question. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's this interesting uh, my thought here is, you know, if you're if you're the, you know, American muscular response to the foreign policy crisis of your time and you're in your soldier boy and you're the, the symbol of the post-World War II paradigm, it makes you think like, what would you, you know, what would you think if you had, you know, this lionized version, right, of soldier boy in your head that was like Captain America and he had these and, you know, and you were presented with these awful prejudices of, of, of his, right? Right. It would change. It would change their them in your estimation, right. and I think. And I think we've you know it's talking about about the being a like a our piece of art being a product of its time. This is a piece of art that's produced when the standard box reflex to homosexuality is, in my opinion, in society acceptance, and and that is something else that I think has changed in the intervening time since, since this was published in 2004, I, I think we, yeah. you know, in 2004, it would be stridently presented as you should be accepting of this, but it would not be presented from the viewpoint of the default reaction is to be accepting. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, some uh, of the I, source material, yeah, they have to make it up to the modern, the modernization of everything. So, I mean, I, I could see the direct source material changing, but the storylines still remain the same. Yeah. And you, and you could see that also with like, you know, commercials and everything, advertising stuff, um, you know, when, when, um, we, when you see changes in advertisements, oh yes, A-Train. A-Train storyline. When you see the change in advertisements over time and everything, how it's different 10 years ago than it is today and everything, you're, you're seeing like, okay, how money follows the culture, you know, when the acceptance does happen you know, money follows. Okay. Well, this is so to accept it now. So maybe we can make some money off this, <laughs> right. you know, so maybe we, <laughs> but that's all the thought, right? Cause it's yeah. so hollow because they have this idea that they want to project, you know, that my screen's full of black instas and I want to, you know, you want to fund your, 
your junior, you know, whatever. But at the same time, Vought is putting that guy there. He's saying those things. He's doing those things, and he works for Vought. For, that's who for, he works for. For the um the the company that's that's called Propaganda. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I think that is called. It's at least advertising fluffery, if not <laughs> not propaganda. Something sure. to that effect and everything, you know. Well, so yeah. I want to circle back to what something Sam said earlier about how um the writers just have this like <clears throat> basically free free will, free you know freelance to do everything they want to do, and it's and you mentioned about how like. Marvel is like the cookie cutter of everything, and DC is just spinning tires in mud. They don't know what they're doing, but um, but at least we have like I, I guess this is kind of comparable if you want to say to a Marvel is like a Deadpool, where the writers have, you know, their R rating, where they can go and make crazy deaths and crazy storylines, and mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like you're you have this storyline, which they can do whatever they want to do, and. And their ratings say, do whatever you want to do, because you are our only show that's worth a damn. So, you, <laughs> so please do what you need to do to keep the show going. Hey, they're they're hooked up with BritBox, and you know, Midsummer Murders is pretty good. Uh, yeah, there's there's yeah. some some good stuff. When when good when, stuff when, when, when Jeff Bezos <laughs> says that you know Prime is like his second, like you know, second or third tier business or whatever, you know, venture or whatever, then you know he's not. Hey, you know, I'll throw a little money here. You know, you guys do what you want. You know, you know, we still got Prime two day shipping. Yeah. <laughs> the is good. Favorite. We we have drones. We're good. <laughs> we were bought before bought, man. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just imagine if they. I mean, I'm I'm so glad this product doesn't exist in the real world, right? <laughs> but the ability to, you know, the ability to use force is usually something that the state holds pretty dear. So, you know, this is also a commentary on the, you know, the outsourcing of the state's authority to force. It's probably a bad idea to privatize that in, for the most part, as we see explored here in, um, in the boys. Don't want to do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, it's been some it's, it's really interesting concepts, you know, during this episode. I mean, our, our, for the most part, we have five episodes. We're, we're five episodes in so far. Um <clears throat> As compared to what we've been seeing with, like, you know, a lot of these recent, we've been getting a lot of streaming shows for, like, you know, the past year and everything. How are we five episodes in feeling about, you know, the boys right about now? I want to compare it to the world. So the boys is like the good, the good version of the bad blood. version of true blood of true blood <laughs> where they're all vampires and <laughs> so if the boys is a good version of true blood true blood's the bad version of true blood the medium version of true blood would probably be the vampire diaries uh, oh man no i'm not gonna say that but i'm gonna say book of boba fett there is there is a show that has established characters that has you know, Wookiees that has everything you need from, you know, it has Luke Skywalker in it for, for God's sake. It, it has a Mandalorian featuring Bubba Fett. The best part was the Mandalorian, which is an indictment right. of, of the, of the pace of the writing, which is, a, which is again, if you contrast it to what's going on here in the boys already this season, a, a real life Nazi who was brought to the United States on the, their version of operation paperclip chewed off her own tongue so that she would drown on her blood 
And you forgot that happened until I just mentioned it. I sure did. Wow, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. So they're not they're not worried about burning runway because the reason you don't do you won't burn runway is because you're worried. In my opinion, this is and this is psychological and speculative, but you don't do it because you're worried about you know not being able to come up with enough good ideas to fill in the time. And the boys couldn't give two shits about that, which means which makes it even more amplified on the anything can happen scale, which I, I think is awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, this also goes back to like how Sam was saying how they develop each character. So yeah. five episodes in, they take so much time per episode to make sure you appreciate each one of these characters. So as five episodes go, you know, you 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 can grab and hold of these characters that you dearly love and their their story just doesn't stop and will continue in episode six like it continuously flows so you see this development of frenchie and uh, mother's milk and you know all these sub characters you know because the whole episode is not about homelander you know homelander is only in it for maybe 10 minutes maybe at the most every character has art frenchie is yeah. um you know trying to you know deal with his Russian you know with, with with that situation and everything his relationship with Kamiko Kamiko is trying to um you know be like a a a, a, a is, is a feeling person. good about her you know not having powers anymore Billy you know Billy is going through his things with you know going taking Tim V you know Mae's going through her stuff with you know feeling feeling a certain type of way about um you know getting you know getting that homelander homelander is being homelander so you know we know that where that's going right Cutie yeah you, you have going, everybody you know, everybody yeah. has a storyline even the deep everybody has a storyline story line. yes <laughs> yes a train you know we, we we see right i'm so glad they gave a train something to do <laughs> <You know? laughs> just give him something to do <laughs> gave him something to do and everything you know and actually something kind of meaningful so it'd be really interesting to see how they turn that around for him you know, is 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 his um arc re, uh thing of redemption um because we're feeling a certain type of way after that um that um community you know incident where his brother got you know put into the hospital and stuff. So is that going to change him as a person? Is he going to actually wake up and see? Well, um, I got all this stuff going on, but real life people are going through some things, and me bringing this person into the community um you know community meeting and everything was actually a direct cause of something actually lethal happening, which was his brother, you know? Mm -hmm. So is this going to change him? You know, is he going to, you know, stop being a dick, <laughs> you know? Um, and then of course the deep, you know, the deep is our, our residence comedy, you know, comedy <laughs> relief, you know? Yeah. All right. Butcher puts him, I mean, Butcher, <sighs> Homelander puts him in charge. <laughs> and then he has his, his, his girlfriend, um, you know, controlling, you know, everything that he says and does and stuff. I mean, him bringing cupcakes to the, um, to the <laughs> that was classic, man. You know, that was, it's that just was like, classic. you know, other jobs, you know, bringing, uh, you know, balloons and cake, balloons and cake, make them yeah. smile, balloons and yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to sit down with a meeting with all you guys. And if you ever said anything bad about Homelander, you know, you're done. <laughs> I mean, let's not, you know, not to pick on any specific workplace that any of us <laughs> might be familiar with, but, you know, everybody, everybody knows there's been a, you know, somebody who's a new boss that maybe knows that they've been rough with some people and wants to, wants to try to smooth it over, but doesn't really actually want to smooth it over in any way whatsoever. And so, you know, you get, you get the weird passive aggressive vibe and it's like, eat this cupcake. 
And it's almost it's almost <laughs> passing down, you know. You're accepting. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. take this cupcake, you're, you're accepting cake. of me. Mm-hmm. You will yeah, have it yeah. inside yeah. of you. Right. But yeah. but it's also good. So like all these sub stories don't take away from the main story and it continues and it flows. Yeah. So that's yeah. why five episodes were not just like, okay, like that episode. Blah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have so many series and seasons that like. You know, Bubble Fat, like as Sitch is saying, like that one was so bad that they had to get the Mandalorian in for three episodes just so it could fill a Bubble Fat story because they wrote it so bad. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um... Do you want to see Boba Fett be a sheriff? No. Okay. episode. It's one episode. No. It was you want to see him be a sheriff again? No. Okay. Well, look, it's only two of them. Two what if he's a sheriff this time? No, 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 no. We can't do it. <laughs> a three episodes of Bubble Fett that he four episodes dead. as a sheriff. Yeah, you know. How about the Mandalorian? <laughs> <laughs> Change of pace. You're happy to see this little you guy. This guy on his show. Now, how about we bring him over here? <laughs> right. I'm waiting to show up for Obi Wan. Where's the Mandalorian and Obi Wan? You know, oh, it's like the Simpsons spinoff showcase. <laughs> and their friends, the Mandalorian and Grogu, might just stop by. You'll have to tune in to find out this week. Same nerd time, same but, nerd channel. And this, this solves that problem. Right? So this show solves yeah. that problem. They have also solved a Justice League problem that, I, that I've pointed out before, which is the what do you do if it doesn't really matter what happens if until Superman shows up? Mm. So we, you know, nothing really matters if, if Homelander could just kill everybody and then none of these conflicts matter a damn. And, and unless something happens to Homelander. So this show has solved the problem. Like, like super like they have with Superman in the justice league movie or in, you know, any of the Justice League cartoons where it's sort of repetitive. It's like, oh, Superman's been incapacitated. We'll have to recapacitate him. Oh, he's fine. And we win. <laughs> you know, it's up. Oh, Superman is out of town right. visiting what? his <laughs> wife's family for some reason. And he can't get back. Oh, he's back. We win. You know, that, that and, and that's that's fine for a kid's cartoon, which Justice League was. So that's cool. But yeah, for, for something like this, you need something more complex. And they've solved that problem. And I don't know. Like we said, the, the car crash DC universe car. has. <laughs> so so Amazon has one over on Warner Brothers here, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I that's mean, good I mean Amazon could get it right. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, could well, get yeah, it right. They're, yeah, they're getting it right so far. And the car crash metaphor was a great thing because just like a car crash, you just look at it. But you just can't look away, you know, right. for, for whatever you're, reason. You're rubbernecking the whole time. <laughs> you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Did the flash you look just do you that? Know, there, you know, <laughs> you see it. But... Then you got to turn around. Okay, hold on. I got to see that yeah, again. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got to basically go past and everything. So that's that's our friends in friendly neighborhood DC, you know, compatriots and the distinguished competition, you know. <laughs> Right, when everything's compared, they, they just can't get it right. But you know, I mean, if they keep they keep trying, they'll eventually get it right one day. You know, I, I mean, mean, how many Batman movies could they make at least? You know? <laughs> how many? Okay, so they've gotten here's the ones they've gotten. Those ones they've gotten right. So Batman. regular Batman one from 1989, check. Batman yeah. two, <laughs> Batman two from 1991, check. check. That was probably even better, right? Batman yeah. three. Uh, no. <laughs> 
Bat- Batman Four. No. 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 Okay. Bat. Bat. Batman Begins. <laughs> yes. Thumbs up. All right. So track record's better. Dark Knight. Probably, Probably the, the best, best, best Batman yeah. movie ever. But if you wanted to say what's a Batman story and you showed somebody that movie, that would be the way to do it, right? Yeah. I feel like that's the way they understand almost everything about it. Yeah. 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 So, I, and and then, um, okay, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. You know, I it mean, better it's, than, it's, um, it's better than, it's better than Superman. <laughs> and then, uh, what do you, and then, well, you guys did a whole show on the new Batman. So we don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you thought about. And I haven't seen it yet because I'm a loser. Uh, but avoiding it just just for fun. No, it's just. Uh, so so they've avoided that problem, and it's an interest. It's good that they've been. DC able to doesn't get have that. a Batman problem. No, they, they definitely don't have a, they Batman. Have a Batman problem. All right, so so DC does not have a Batman problem. It's Maybe like okay, clear. okay. It's like I feel like they're gonna like. It's like Sony, like they'll lose the rights to Batman if they don't make a a new Batman movie every five years. Uh, <laughs> and they own the character, <laughs> right? They own the character. <laughs> we gotta throw out another movie. We're gonna lose his rights. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Poor Put DC. another five years on it. Just renew it. Just do Just it. Redo it. Doesn't it's have been to be another great. story. Doesn't have to be good. Get the kid from Twilight. No, not that kid. No, not that kid. <laughs> No, not that kid. That one. <laughs> the gloomy looking guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah great speak, British plane. And the rest speaking, of, speaking speaking of which, we do need a lot more black noir and everything. The the Batman yes. archetype for this for this show. Um yeah. we don't we don't we really haven't gotten too much of him, but just him, you know, scribbling on things, drawing cartoons for the season. I mean, is he are, are we gonna be set to see him do something great and big, you know, before like you know the season's done? You know, Who does he know? Who does he know? Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Oh, okay. he might have to play. Yeah, he's because he's on Homelander's side right now, but he's boys with Soldier Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Can't wait. Can't lots, wait. Lots going on on the show. Uh, right. Really emblematic of great writing, as we talked about. Great performances all the way around. Everybody's doing an excellent job. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. Know, it, they, they got me tuned in every week. Yeah. You yeah, the, they're, they're not breaking the fourth wall the way they shouldn't be. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please don't break the fourth wall. You know, keep inside that wall. You know, um, more, more. The thing I'm looking forward to, forward to next week is more Soldier Boy. I want to see more in the inside the head of Soldier Boy. See how he's interacting with like you know our heroes, or if he ends up you know interacting with like you know um you know parts of the seven and everything how he just integrates himself into this universe he's seeing like you know the buses go by with like superheroes and stuff so it's a whole different thing you know um with 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 him in this new you know in this new century and everything or in this new era you know with him and and also too like um like how what is homelander's reaction going to be to soldier boy as well too because homelander's been this alpha male, this you know, the alpha for so long, yeah. no one can beat me. I can kill millions in seconds. No, who, who's going to stop me? Now, now you have Soldier Boy. So, yeah. like, how's Homelander going to react? Is he going to go ballistic and nuts? And well, I don't think he really even understands what Soldier Boy is at this point. So, you know, because um, we didn't really get any type of reaction to him in the news footage of what Soldier Boy did. I think. He, he watched it and then reacted to something else, you know, during the episode. I, I forget what, but um, we didn't really get 
And and that's actually a really great writing play. You know, you see these two things, these two heads, they're going to interact at some point. So they're, they're, they're really doing a great job building up that point. So good job, you know, good writing, you know, good cast of actors, you know, going through their, you know, motions and everything, making us care about like, you know, the different, um, you know, plots that's going on, subplots, you know, that's going on during our episode. Just great thing all around. Any expectations on like, you know, this next episode, anything that, you know, you guys want to see? I just, I just want to be entertained. I just, I'm just, I'm just along for the ride. Right. I don't want to set any expectations because I don't either want because I just, I just want to be entertained. Right. You know, because right. I know going into this show, I'm entertained and I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like what's going to happen next? We're, we're, we're not expecting Mephisto to show up and everything. So we're right. not on exactly. edge of our piece as far as that. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's such an excellent point because if they have a Batman analog, and they kill somebody who gives a shit, but a Batman kills somebody enrages me. I don't like that. So that's a, they're taking advantage also of the position they have as the of the, you know, the Kirkland brand superheroes that they're getting to use. Yeah. So I, it's just masterfully done right now. It's, it's really one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. I mean, as you can go five episodes deep and still be this enthused in the episodes, yeah. like it, it doesn't, it doesn't draw you out. It, it you know, it leaves you wanting more like when, when's the next week, when's the next week, you know? So it's, it's perfectly timed. They do, they, they do the interacting of each character, you know, they go five minutes of this character, five minutes of this character, you know, and they keep the story going along, going along, going along. So, yep. 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 Super great presentation. Um, I love the way that Amazon drops the episodes Thursday nights. You know, you don't know what time they're going to drop it, but you know, they're, they're going to drop it on Thursday night. Maybe they'll drop it at 11. Maybe they'll drop it at 9 PM and everything, but it ends up dropping late, you know, so um, you get a chance to see it before, um, before even, you know, watch it the very next day and everything. So yes, really great way to, um, to, to, to end this episode, well, make sure that you guys are going to <laughs> go to your local library. Make sure yeah. you guys are supporting your local, local library. libraries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sign up. If you got a library card, sign up for a great app called Hoopla. They did not pay us for this promotion, but I'm promoting it anyway. You, know? you want more boys? They're on. It's on there. It's free. It is on there. The entire series and a lot more. You know, you got a you got a library card, sign up for Hoopla. You get a lot of lot of free books and everything a lot of a lot of good content to read on your smartphone ipad computer and everything you know um but make sure that you guys are um checking us out we'll be uh as we said in the top of the show we'll be here again wednesday to talk about the season finale of obi-wan you know can't wait for that uh we'll be here next week next um monday 10 p.m to talk about the boys again episode six we're on episode six already crazy stuff so we'll be on to talk about that and then, um, you know, uh, we'll continue on with this nerd cycle, uh, nerd cycle, nerd cycle comic flick show and everything. Um, and just keep on talking about your, keep us talking about your favorite nerd content. So make sure that you're subscribing to this channel, sharing the stuff, you know, sharing with all your friends, letting them know that it's it feels good to come here, you know, to get <laughs> nerd stuff, your nerdum stuff. You know, so definitely, you I know, appreciate you. Here. We appreciate you. So I'm signing off from my man. The Michael Ducci, Steel City Hitch, to my, our boys, um, Ken, you know, Ken, the general Admiral, uh, Admiral Tarkin, and also <laughs> T Mitch from our Carbonite Bonnie BS show. And I am the DP Brown, writer and creator of the theme of these. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see you guys. Peace out.
next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel. Hey, you said it. <laughs>